0: Welcome to Shelter in Place, a podcast about finding daily sanity in a world that feels increasingly insane. Coming to you from Oakland, California, I'm Laura Joyce Davis. Before I begin today's episode, I wanted to ask for your help with something. If you listen on iTunes, you've probably seen their list of podcasts designated as COVID-19 essential listening. I've reached out to Apple to ask them to include Shelter-in-Place on that list, but I need your help. If you could take a moment to go to iTunes, rate Shelter-in-Place, and write a quick review of what you like about the show, I would be so grateful. Happy Friday, friends. I don't know about you, but it's been a week. My husband's aunt asked me recently how we were doing. I told her we were muddling along. She thanked me for being so honest, and I laughed. It was the only answer I could give. Right now, I feel a deep need for laughter, joy, and escape from the pressure of every day's challenges. Not just because my learning curve in life is steep right now, but because it feels like this week especially, I felt called to say yes to conversations I didn't anticipate having. Ideas that force me to be brave when I'd rather run and hide. You know what I'm talking about if you listen to the two episodes I did this week about Ahmaud Arbery's death, episodes 46 and 47. I never imagined when I started this podcast that it would take me there, to conversations about injustice and racism. It feels like my world is expanding, and that expansion sometimes feels really uncomfortable. I wonder if you feel it too. My husband, Nate, asked me this week what it means to me to find daily sanity. Without hesitating, I said, it's about finding daily hope and purpose, about feeling valued and accepted as I am. It's a sense of belonging in the world. It's the ability to laugh, but also to feel like I'm allowed to cry. It's about figuring out how to be okay. And also about giving myself permission to not feel okay. It's about having the courage to face the hard problems in life. It's about becoming a whole person. About moving toward a better version of myself. Nate looked at me a bit stunned and said, Wow, that is not at all what I thought you were going to say. I laughed. It wasn't what I thought I'd say either. I had no idea there was so much wrapped into that one little word, sanity. But after 49 days of writing episode after episode, it's true. Sanity isn't just one thing. It's complicated. Every day when I sit down to write, I do have one singular goal. I want to offer you a gift, something to let you know that however you're feeling, you're not alone. I hope it's a comfort. I hope it makes you feel a little less crazy. There have been days when that goal means that I try to make you laugh. Most days I offer something hopeful to get you through the day. I really like those days. They leave me feeling good, and I hope you feel good listening to them. If you need an episode like that today, I recommend checking out episode 9, 12, 16, or 28, which are some of my favorites. Episodes that made me chuckle as I was writing them. But there have been other days that have been harder. Days when I couldn't ignore the way the world was pressing in on me. Days when I felt like crying, when I did cry. I've tried to be real about those days because grief is part of life too. Ignoring our grief is its own kind of punishment. It shatters us eventually. My gift of sanity looks a little different on those days. Less like a belly laugh and more like a friend sitting with you and holding you as you cry. Or at least that's how I hope you receive it. And then there are the episodes that scare me. There's no other way to put it. Some days I show up to the blank page and I know what I need to write. And I don't want to do it. It feels too hard. The call on those days is to look as honestly as I can, both at myself and at this world I live in. It's a day of admitting that despite my best efforts, I've made some mistakes, and my country and my world and even some of my heroes have made mistakes too. As we were talking about these various definitions of sanity, Nate reminded me of the famous Martin Luther King Jr. quote, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. It's from his letter from a Birmingham jail. I said, yes, that's it. I think that's why I have to keep saying yes to the work on those hard days. Because if we're not fighting injustice both in our world and in our lives, then we're resigning ourselves to injustice, which is its own kind of insanity. I know from my conversations with so many of you that you felt it too, those days when just living feels hard. It puts a pit in my stomach, makes me want to run away and escape, to binge watch TV or drink too much or eat too much sugar. And the gift of sanity on those days isn't a warm, fuzzy one. It's the gift of lament. I know, gift and lament maybe should not be in the same sentence. No matter how much I learn to embrace lament, I don't think I'll ever enjoy it. But I am coming to understand it as a gift. Because sometimes there is stuff in our lives and in our world that we can't fix by laughing or finding a silver lining. Sometimes we just need to cry out at the brokenness of this world. And I know that's really hard. Those episodes aren't fun for me to write, and I'm guessing they're not fun to listen to either. But I hope that they do still feel like a gift, like an invitation to cry out and wail. On those days, I hope you feel that I'm sitting there with you, lamenting right alongside you, reminding you that you're not alone that we're going to find our way even through this. And then there's the gift I try to give you when you feel yourself sinking, when you've lamented too long and it feels like too much of life is crumbling around you, the days when your shadow side takes over, when you feel discouraged and depressed. Maybe you've had a day where you yelled at your kids. Maybe you even hit one of them, something you swore you would never do. Maybe you're fighting with your spouse or your roommate or someone who used to be a friend but now has become an enemy. On those days when you feel like the ugliest version of yourself, I want to say to you that you are not alone. I have those days too. The people who have made me feel most loved and valued in this world are the ones who have seen the worst version of me and love me still. They have all kinds of reasons to not like me anymore, to cast me out of their life. But they don't. Instead, they show me grace. They forgive me. They call me to be a better version of myself. And so on those days, when you feel like you can't do anything the way you want to, I want to give you that gift too. I want you to know that your worst days don't define you. You'll come through this. It might be hard for a long time, but please don't lose hope. I see you even in all of that ugliness. I want you to remember that you have so much to offer this world. And then there's my favorite kind of daily sanity. It's the sanity of dreaming big, impossible dreams. I'm not talking about idealism, escapism, or fantasy, I'm talking about looking at life in the face, seeing all of its problems, and choosing to believe that it's possible to do it another way. It's the gift of saying yes to the invitation to become a better version of ourselves. It's the gift of giving ourselves grace every time we screw up, of being as compassionate to ourselves as we would to our most beloved friend. I think there's power and those big, crazy dreams. Especially on the dark days, we need that vision, that small ray of light to help us through. We need to help each other to keep dreaming against all odds. What I realized in talking about this with Nate last night is that finding daily sanity isn't just about feeling good, though I do want to make you feel that a lot of the time. It's about figuring out how to be whole, about how to do our part in making our world a better place to live in. Later on, I looked up Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from a Birmingham jail. It's a wonderful piece of writing, a hopeful, stirring relic of history that still inspires me today. I've included a link to it in my show notes. There's a part a few paragraphs in that caught my attention in particular today. It's the one with the famous quote Nate mentioned. MLK writes, Moreover, I am cognizant of the interrelatedness of all communities and states. I cannot sit idly by in Atlanta and not be concerned about what happens in Birmingham. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly, affects all indirectly. When I read MLK's words today, it seems like he could be describing our country, our world, today. There's so much division, so much injustice, so much to grieve. And yet we're all tied up in this single garment of destiny. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere and I cannot sit idly by in Oakland and not be concerned about what happens in Missouri or Minneapolis or Manila or Mexico City. This daily gift of sanity is complex as it turns out. No one is more surprised by that than me. I'm committed to giving you all the different versions of it. On the days where that daily sanity feels like a bit of a downer, when it pushes us to contemplation and lament, I'll do my best to balance subsequent episodes with laughter and levity. Episode 25 was one of those, a much-needed break from the seriousness of life with the sole purpose of giving you something to laugh about. But I hope you'll hang with me for the episodes that are harder, too, when the Daily Sanity means confronting the brokenness in our world and asking ourselves how we can bring about restoration and healing. Because I think that is the great opportunity of this time whatever you're going through right now be it joy or pain loss or gain we have the chance to come out of this time changed the world that emerges from covid19 will no doubt have a new set of problems but maybe together we can figure out how to not just go back to the way things were before Maybe today our gift of sanity to ourselves is to pick one small way that we can bring a little bit of sanity and light into our home, our community, our country. It might be as simple as extending kindness to a stranger or writing a note to a friend. It might be a subtle shift, a view of ourselves and of this world that extends compassion instead of criticism. Whatever that gift of sanity is that you see before you today, I hope you'll say yes, that you'll accept it, that you'll pass along that gift to someone else. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow so we can do it all over again. I hope you found today's episode of Shelter in Place meaningful, that it gave you a little gift of much-needed daily sanity. The best way you can support it is to subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes so others can find it too. Shelter in Place is sponsored by Brick and Mortar and Delta Wines. I am so grateful to be sponsored by a small local business that isn't just committed to making great wines, but to making this world a better place. Get 10% off your order when you use the promo code SHELTER at brickandmortarwines.com or winesforchange.com. When you buy wine, you support this show and also other businesses that are working toward more sustainable living. The Shelter in Place music is composed by Chase Horseman at Reactor Productions, and the Shelter in Place artwork was created by Sarah Edgel. Until tomorrow, this is Shelter in Place. I'm Laura Joyce Davis.